0: Alrighty, folks, here we go. We've got the round review coming up. Um, sorry, it's a little bit late, but there's been a fairly hectic uh, lifestyle going on here with um, certain people not sleeping at night time. Say hi, Tomo.
1: Not me. Are
0: you sure? Yeah. Right, Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't tomo everyone it must have been some other little boy but other than that um yep yeah, here's a potty here's a review with some special comments from jack as uh everyone else piped so jack's back oh, it's a
1: fucking
0: Alrighty, so let's have a bit of a look now at the moves that were made during the round after the last potty. And first up we have uh, the great man Ozzy Merker dropping Archie Perkins and picking up Brayden Ham. What do you think about that move, Uh, Jack?
1: That's pretty woeful coaching there from Merka, considering Archie Perkins picked up an 82 and Ham picked up a massive 38, obviously doesn't like playing in the wet very much.
0: So what you're saying is the the one-point win which caused Merker stress and to not even watch the last game could have been a comfortable victory if he had uh, held his nerve.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, and looking a bit further up, he could have won by even more.
0: Um, why is that?
1: Because a bit further on, he delisted Joe Danaher, who made 115, and got Kola Jadjani, who made 49, which is just poor, to be honest, just poor.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, the forty-nine was on the field, and the thirty-eight got looped in, so Merker could have absolutely crushed. Um, dazed and confused, but um, in the end, scraped over by one one point. So I suppose we could be thankful for small mercies, but otherwise Merca would have torn the town down. And the next one was Mark O'Connor was rested, and um, Vipers dropped him and picked up Charlie Spargo.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much muchness, really. Not a very good score, but you take it.
0: Okay, so, yep, um, so just having a look whether that was on the ground or not. Spargo is not on the ground and he just got picked up and he wasn't even used as an emergency. So there you go, folks. Bit of a Blair move. And the last move... Was Manic Monkeys dropped Devin Robinson who wasn't playing and picked up Riley Bonner. Who didn't play either.
1: Might have been...
0: oh, no. Maybe that's a loop-de-loop action there. Uh, let's have a quick look for Manic. Uh, Bonner, yeah, looped on Will Powers eighty five. So a loop-de-loop he didn't trust Robertson not to be named or named or something during the round, so got someone who wasn't playing at all so good move there by um, by manic Monkeys. and there is oh one more Neil Bullen dropped after him um, and Oscar Brownless was picked up by dt 87 which i'm assuming was for looping purposes. So if we just find the great man, DT87, reigning Premier. Uh, Oscar Brown was looped on a Lance oh. Franklin 98. Won't be doing that this week with um Buddy out for three to four, but yes, a nice little 98 for the great man.
1: Not bad, not bad.
0: All right, well, that's all the moves that were made during the round. Let's go now and have a look at the round review. Right, well, that's about the worst review ever. He's going to cop a fair bit now on that review. That was a shocker. Alrighty, now we move on to the first game round review. um, What we'll do, we'll get through this pretty quickly. We'll just have a quick look. Um, Defence, the highlight being uh, Liam Duggan with a 148 against the Crows and the low light being a Hamish Hartlett 24. I'm not sure if he was injured or not, but um, quite a variance there for stars in defence.
1: Yeah, not bad. Duggan just playing his boring West Coast way. Put me to sleep watching that.
0: Alright, moving into the midfield. Well, apart from David Swallow, with 90-plus scores across the board with a 128, a 120 and a 118. Pretty solid midfield outing this round.
1: Yeah, very solid.
0: Tim English, 54. Bit of a concern that he might not even be forwards uh, going around the... Uh, might not even be a ruck next year.
1: Wait, what does he just lose it?
0: Well, next year he can.
1: Ah, that's a bit of an issue, I reckon.
0: So he might have to rock with Nick Nat all the time. And uh, just a bit of a Josh Bruce update in the forward line. How'd he go this week?
1: He is shit. Get rid of him. He's so bad. He's so, so bad.
0: So Jack rerolled with a 109 and Isaac Smith 100, two old-timers rolling back the clock. And uh, Pony's favourite, the X-Man O'Neal, with a solid 40. Um, So, yes, very up and down again in the um, forward line for Stars. And same as defence, but that midfield carried him through to a 15-32, which was 233 points to the better of Geelong Vipers, who um, backline was decimated by injury.
1: Absolutely shafted there. With a Ridley 15 and a Howe 14. And Darcy Moore managed to pick it up a little bit with a couple goals in the last quarter. SPS, that's... Uh, yeah, it's all right. Not very good.
0: Um, So this midfield, what do you think of this midfield here with not a single 100 on the board?
1: It's not really what you want, especially reading some of the names in there. Seb Ross... 50, Tui, Robinson Cripps, Anderson Ward and Liberatore, you expect some of them to go over a hundred for sure.
0: And uh, Mister Worldwide sixty eight, but have a look at that forward line. Hey, how how well's he done there? Is his only good players pretty much?
1: Yeah, um, grounded as well. Sooked it up. Should have played more midfield time. What a sook. Atkins fifty four and Castagna six seventy six. Not bad.
0: So, I reckon of Jack
1: mm.
0: Are they the cheapest 140 points you've ever seen in your life? 40 points from kickouts?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, the ball's spending a lot of time down there, so.
0: So, I think Zeeble's relying on people not kicking the ball accurately to get that sort of score. So, in the end, apart from a 151 from Dunkley and a 140 from Zeeble, um, not a lot to report there from Vipers, apart from the injury toll mounting. And. Um, yeah, it might struggle to get a team together next week. Well, no one cares about that, though. Next up, whoa, match of the round. We've already covered off that it shouldn't have been this close because Merker gave up shitloads of points to the bench and swapped shit on uh, where he probably didn't need to. But, um, yeah, it's a uh, battle battle of the titans here. Um, Atlee sort of almost got... got um, Mercer, uh, sorry, got dazed over the line. Um, where the fuck is he on here? Oh, in defence, there he is. Um, uh, almost, because he was carving it up, and then um, yeah, Collardage got a cheap mark kick as the um, cats were just kicking it around in circles with their super big lead, but um, it was enough just to get that one point in front. So an epic encounter there. Um. So just very quickly running through the the highlight being uh, Salem one twelve for dazed and confused. uh Oliver one twenty one Merritt one o five Bontempelli one thirty three. Um, three big dogs just getting it done. Jack Billings fallen off in a bit of a hole the last couple of weeks. Hunter mm, middling score, but hopefully you sign of better things to come for him going forward. Nank the Tank, 119. That is massive. Um, Dusty Martin with a 97. Schultze with an 85. So, yeah, all in all, not too shabby um, overall with uh, another score of over 1,500 for Dazed and Confused. Unfortunately for the great man, he's been pipped after the siren and last week and just before the siren this week. So what do you think about that? Um, how, how pissed off would you be if you'd lost after the siren one week and by one point the next week?
1: Yeah, hey, almost time to throw in the towel. I reckon that's pretty unfortunate.
0: So Ozzy Merka, um, the highlights for his team was Merka, uh, Merka, Markov with hundred and one hundred even um, in defence, Sardin 87 in the midfield. Uh, Gaff just did what he liked with the 131. David Mundy, old man Mundy. One twenty two. Um and looped on Ham's thirty eight. That could have been uh Perkins eighty five and a solid fifty point win. Um yeah, so very interesting there. Um Grundy, good as always with a one twenty, um and Bailey Dale, waiver wire pickup. He beat me to him by about two minutes, I reckon, uh, on Wednesday Tuesday morning beat me by to to get him, but uh, the key forwards, Darling and Alan had a day out against the um, pitiful pies. So in all, an epic one-point encounter, which Merker didn't even see because he was too busy destroying the backyard with the lawnmower and chopping up sprinkler heads and destroying anything that was on the ground in his anger. So luckily he won, otherwise he probably would have destroyed the whole house and probably the neighbours as well. So the next game was also reasonably close. And we have Team Awesome versus Disposables, with Disposables getting up by 24 points. So the few heroes and villains here. So um, we'll go with a plus three for Rotham. Yep. Thanks, Jack. Very informative. What's the odds of Rotham getting 106 in the next two games?
1: Uh, Probably not against Geelong. Down at Geelong and... I don't know, versus next week, but probably not 106 again.
0: So, um, yeah, Jack Steele, 115. Amon, what's the odds of Amon getting 110 anywhere again?
1: Mm, Never, really.
0: So, uh, and and Seedsman. Amon and Seedsman. If you're relying on Amon and Seedsman to get you 100 each week, how do you reckon your team's going?
1: Yeah, not that great.
0: Bit of struggle town, you reckon?
1: Yeah,
0: a little bit. So... Reece Stanley, 81, and uh, the big T-Mac, 115 in the um, forward line. So that'd be all the plus threes, as they say, in the classics. Uh, negative threes, you probably got a Warple, 47, and a Smith, 56. They're pretty yucky scores. And uh, Nick Cox back to a rookie scoring with 44, and Tomahawk with 56.
1: you You'd have to pause, Tomahawk, mate. Come
0: on. And on the other side, the winning side here, Caulfield with a one oh four, and Rich with a hundred and eleven. Then this midfield back to its almost brilliant best with Trelaw one oh four, Wines one oh one, and Andy Brayshaw not being tagged one one one. Big Maxi Gaunt did as he liked against the Hawks and got one thirty one. So they're probably the uh, positive threes. Negative three is Houston. Did he get injured? Shoulder. So he's done at Popped a shoulder, so he might be struggling for this week. Uh, Simpkin only a 67, and in the forward line, Aaron Hall injured for a 35. Uh, Tim Embry, well, he's injured by being Tim Embry, um being getting a 48, and that's probably all he's got. Uh, there'd be the negative threes. All in all, though, he managed to scrape across the line with a solid 24-point win. Very
1: solid by disposals.
0: Alright, next up. uh AJS Hawker going down by fifty four points. Fifty yeah, fifty four points to Slippery Gypsies. So um for, on my side I've got a twelve ninety four, Slippery got a thirteen forty eight, plus threes for me, uh Scholl with a one oh three, Titch with a one oh three, Parfit with a one hundred seven. Um Impy with a 94, so that's probably about it on the plus three side. Um, negative three side. Quaynor, 41, was stinky. Campbell uh, will be lucky to get a game this week. Hopefully he does against the uh, points. Uh, happy GW, uh, not GW, Gold Coast Suns, so hopefully he gets one more game in there before he has a rest. And Toby Green, 64, if I get something decent out of um, Quainor and Green, I'm very close to getting up to Slippery Gipsies area, but and Finlayson was a bit of a flying leap, but um, that wasn't successful either. Not to worry, onwards and upwards for next week. But um, on the other side, old Slippery Gipsies plus three. I don't know if we, do we give Jake Lloyd a plus three for a hundred.
1: Mm, probably you would be expecting a bit more, but possible. Bit, bit possible. Yeah, possible.
0: So he'd be pretty happy with a plus, uh, probably a plus three for Jeremy McGovern. Uh, Petrarca, 102. Jared Lyons, a massive 130. Couldn't stay away from the ball. Uh, Jay Gromira, 109. Um, yeah, and Kyle Langford, a 99. So they're probably his positive threes. Now the negative threes. Bailey Scott, 24. Zach Bailey, massive concerns there for slip with that. Um, only a forty. Jake Stringer a thirty-seven. How the fuck did I lose to a team like this? Um, he looked well, i looped on Shane Edwards ninety-eight? So I suppose that's a positive three-two. So that's a reasonable score. Um, what else has he got? Uh, an injured Adam Chera for seventeen, and uh, CJ. CJ, if you, would you give up two first-round picks to get someone who scores thirty-eight?
1: No, no, probably not.
0: Two first-round picks for a man, of course, that's like 19 points per pick. That's pretty, that's pretty shit. So anyway, um, yeah, not, not ideal. So there's his minus threes. Um, all in all, Slippery fell across the line. He's probably lucky he played me and not someone else this week. Uh, what do we got next? Legless. Couldn't even beat a man who had a three on the field. And that three was more in more than ten percent game time, which sort of sucked for Manic, but anyway. Um fourteen forty seven for Manic and thirteen eighty three for Legless. So the positive threes for Legless, um a hundred and four for Clark. The rest of that defensive line was just solid without being spectacular. Um McRae hundred and fifteen. McGruar a hundred and thirty three. So that's all good. Um O'Brien still not Back to his brilliant best, ninety one, and probably nothing plus three worthy in that in that um, forward line. So going through his negative threes, um, probably I don't know what you'd expect out of Dylan Moore and Taron Thomas. They're probably and Hunt. They're probably you want ten to fifteen points more, but I am not sure what else you'd expect out of them. Ainsworth bit stinky, Bradley Hill. Has he fallen off a cliff or what?
1: Yes, massively.
0: Runs around. He's on screen a lot, but just doesn't grab the ball. Jared Berry got injured. And, yeah, so they're probably the, the negatives. Um, Oh, Jack Graham would be a plus three. He looped him on with a 106. There's a positive. But have a look at this defensive line for Manic Monkeys. 113-111. A hundred and fourteen, a hundred and twenty one, and loops on an eighty five. Now that is a powerhouse of a defensive line.
1: Alright, you then playing the one team, you're never gonna get the ball out of the defensive fifty, they're just gonna kick it to themselves the whole time.
0: Which is obviously the name of the game to score some points. So that whole I think that whole back line gets a plus three for Manic Monkeys. Um so well done to him there. Um Dom Sheed and Took Miller, one oh threes each, so that's probably a plus three. And Darcy with a one oh one. Oh my god. The big man finally showing that he can football.
1: With Mika at the side, does all the rock duties. I reckon he's back, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I reckon he's back, right? Um there's probably nothing positive three worthy in that um forward line. So running through that, Jordan Desmelly, um, 3 getting knocked out won't play this week so 3 points in 2 weeks for Jordan Degoe for um Manny what do you reckon about that
1: I want to give him a negative 3 anyway 3 points from 18% game time is just not he scored his 3 points when he was concussed so maybe he should just get concussed all the time
0: Well, there you go folks um society probably a minus 3 with his 73 Wicks, 38 Fifty nine and fifty. That whole, actually, that whole. I think the the defensive line gets a plus three. The whole forward line gets a negative three.
1: Yeah, I reckon that's pretty poor.
0: And in the midfield, you're probably getting a minus three for Dacos and Sarong, probably second and third year players, but um, probably not what you'd expect.
1: Yeah, probably a little fifteen twenty points more. I reckon.
0: So all in all. Um, not a bad win there for Manic Monkeys, built on the back of a absolutely super defensive line. So good work there from Manic, and that gets him off the bottom of the ladder.
1: Who's lost?
0: We'll get to that in the ladder section, so shut up. <laughs> All right, last game of the round, and another pretty high-scoring affair. Ponyfish Islanders with a 1554 and DT87 with a 1469. So, running through the plus threes for Pony, 110 for Laird, or 124 for Crisp. So, absolutely burning up the track. Uh, Mitch Duncan, a 105. Jack Redden going back to his Brisbane Lion days with a 142. That's huge. And then Dane Zorko re- reminding everyone he can football with a 108. So not bad going there at all. Um, on the negative negative three sign, looks like the rookies are slowing down. Warner fifty eight, Robbie Gray is sixty four, Daniel Howe, um, Stinky forty, and yeah, they're probably the negative scores for for Pony, and the plus threes for DT eighty seven, uh, Brody Smith with a one o one, Lockie Neal. Back to his brilliant best in the wet with a 145 and um, Shy Bolton with a 107 in the forward line. Now, probably where he lost it is probably in this midfield here. Jack, what do you reckon with um, a 75, a 77, a 78, a 75, and 280s? So, apart from Lockie Neal, a few worries there for DT87.
1: Yeah, you'd be expecting 10, 15 more points from pretty much all of them, really.
0: So they all happen to have a down week at the one time, and that's probably where the game's been lost. Um, Lockie Ash fell back to earth with a 69. Um, Ethan Hughes, a 65. Wingard probably gets a minus three for his 64. But that midfield, um, very up and down, and they all had a down week apart from Lockie Neal. That's where it's cost him. So there you go, folks. There's a the round review um, that's been done with some special comments there from Jack. And um, let's move on to the ladder. All righty, now to the all-important ladder. So we're five rounds in, almost a quarter, well, pretty much a quarter of the way through the season. And the ladder is starting to take a little bit of shape. Stars FC has moved to the top of the ladder with Four wins out of five games and a points four, um, of seven four seven two, so Ponyfish Island has moved up to second place, and so a big a big move up there, um, and he is only twelve points behind Stars, so pretty close between those two. Uh, Disposables comes in at third position with three wins and a draw. And he's edged just ahead of Dazed and Confused with his two narrow losses, but still the highest point scorer in the competition, important to note. So any slip up from the top two, um, he will pounce straight back and go probably straight to the top again because he is uh, 195 points clear of uh, stars. So there you go, Dazed just sitting there poised, but just can't get those wins on the board to keep himself on top. DT87 is also on three wins. Um, with, and so it's Slippery, but they are 130-odd points and and then another 200-odd points behind. So Slippery falling off the pack from the main, the main group. Um, so it seems to be, yes. Yeah, so from about teams five upwards, there seems to be a bit of a break to the teams below. Um, so, yeah, a bit of work to be done by anyone who's in sixth place or below. So um, sitting completely even with the card is Ozzy Merker with two wins and two losses and one draw. So he couldn't get any more even than that. He is in seventh spot and clinging on to eight by the skin of his teeth is Geelong Vipers. So he is in the eight by virtue of, what's that, 66, 79 points. Lead over Team Awesome, and then down the bottom of the ladder is Legless, Manic, and my good self, all on one win and four losses, and a points four, which is making us all feel rather green and ill at the moment. So there you have it, folks. Um, the ladder's starting to take a little bit of shape. Um, just look for Dave to confuse to bolt back up the ladder if he gets the win with these points four, um, and. Yeah, a couple of big games coming up next weekend. Itchy and Scratchy will be back on Friday night with um, all, the rep- all the previews. Thanks for listening.